Welcome everybody to the episode number that makes us legally adults in almost all states. This is episode 18 of Podcateers, guys. Uh, In this episode, we wanted to talk about some of the comments that you have been leaving us uh, on our Facebook page, on the blog, emails, and all that stuff, because quite frankly, they're good. And we really appreciate the time that you guys are taking to drop some thoughts uh, on some of what we're talking about and about what you guys think about all that. So thank you. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you for keeping the conversation going and just keep them coming. Uh, We love to read what you guys are doing and I'm sure that other fans love to read what you guys are posting too. So um, I want to keep the blah 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 down to a minimum so we can get the episode started. So I'm just going to remind you that you can find out more on us, this and other episodes at podcateers.com. We're also at facebook.com slash podcateers and we're at podcateers on Instagram and the Twitters. So that's it. Here we go. Grab yourself some bacon, grab yourself some beer or milk or whatever you like to drink with your bacon. I don't know. I mean, you might just like water. That's up to you. Uh, But yeah, grab something, grab a snack. And here we go with episode 18 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. Alright guys, you guys ready? Yep, let's All do right. this. Mic check time, ready? Yep. Uh, mic check, one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Wow. What was that? I feel like we need a pinball machine now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back to 1977. Oh, nice. What's that from, um, by the way? It's from Sesame Street. Oh, okay. I used to watch that when I was a kid. The brilliant oh. thing about Sesame Street is that there was always clips from, like, the 70s. Mm-hmm. And they just, into the 90s, they're still playing the exactly. same clips from yeah. the 70s. The only thing I recall from Sesame Street is Manamana. So dumb. Yeah, that's my favorite. I I like that one too. It's funny because. Excuse me, on a, you know, kind of in the evenings and stuff like that, when we're putting the kids to bed, uh, from a young age, we got our son used to having us sing him, uh, like, lullabies and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And surprisingly, the majority of the songs that he likes to hear are actually not Disney songs. He likes Disney songs. I'm shocked. But he likes to hear stuff like, there was a song that I used to love a lot when I was a kid, and that's probably why, because I'm projecting it onto him, but... There was a, a clip of Ernie singing a song uh, called, like, Visit the Moon. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how he'd like to visit the moon and stuff like that. Um, there was another one that Ernie did about imagination where he's like, Sometimes I imagine that I would like to be a knight in shining armor in a castle by the sea. And uh, that one's <laughs> one of them. I love that song, dude. Uh, you know, honestly, what song don't you like? True. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he sings uh, I can everything. Name a lot of really recent songs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, they're used to hearing all these like lullabies and stuff like that. Uh, one that he really, really loves is uh, Rainbow Connection from the Muppet movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He loves that song. So there's there's a there's a big amount. There aren't as many there aren't as many Disney songs as you might think in the rotation. There are some. Uh, when it comes to some of the Disney songs, he actually likes to hear some of just the music just like mm. the scores from like Wally and Nemo and stuff like that again yeah. mainly because i think that i'm projecting all that music onto him right but i mean it, oh, you it's are. just kind of our no nightly doubt. routine i'm trying to think uh my <laughs> oldest son's deans he, he loves in that you can remind me from me from the muppet movie which is the one where uh they both sing together um yes all of them 
It goes, am I a man? Yeah, the man or puppet. Oh, he yeah. loves that That's one. In fact, one he has, he has the the Muppet itself. He's he's got um, what's it? What's the the, name? the the main character Muppet? Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? I can't remember. Dean, what is it? <laughs> Answer, Dean. Like, I don't know. Why you? I'm sure he's screaming it right now. Oh man, what is his name? I can't remember. Wilson. Is it Wilson? No, that's the volleyball. Oh. I think Mario's looking for it right now. Walter. That's his name. Okay. So Walter. Walter. <laughs> and guy from How I Met Your Mother. Right. Jason Siegel. <laughs> He's just guy from How I Met Your Mother. I know, right? That's something I would do. Who's that guy from that TV show? <laughs> guy from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> I have some good news and I have some bad news for you guys. Okay. Go on. Can we choose? Yeah, which one do you guys want? I first? want bad first, so you can lift me up at the end. Here's the thing: it's it's really bad news for you in both ways, but good news for me. <laughs> so, so it's bad news, bad oh. news. It's kind of bad news, bad news. Good news oh. for Hazen. All right, oh. let's have it. So, uh, hmm. so the results are in. Okay. As far as for who's what? right concept. Okay. Was the most popular. Right. So why, why do I feel we already got the we spoiler? did. If you guys are just tuning in uh, for the first time or haven't really heard previous episodes, a few episodes ago, the guys and I pitched rides for Disneyland or California Adventure. And I had a concept for a Wally ride, Mario had a concept for an Aladdin ride, and Javier had a concept for a retheming of Paradise Pier with Toy Story and stuff like that. Uh, we put up a poll on the Facebook page, right. and we just asked people to go in and vote. Do you guys want to hear the results? Mm, yep. Not anymore. <clears throat> so I'm going to tell you anyway, and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to tell you because I'm not sure which one of you was the one that suggested this okay. or suggested it, but I'm going to take you up on the offer that the winner of this gets the growler filled. Nope. That was my idea. Really? Yeah. Thanks, Mario. Uh-huh. Thanks. Yay me. <laughs> so here it is. Jeez, I wonder what the results are. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> with 18% of the votes. I can see the pie chart from here. <laughs> with 18% of the votes. Uh-huh. Mario got third place. Oh, so oh. he fills it up. Okay. With 29% of the vote, Javier got second. Boom, in your face. And with 53% of the vote, I win the beer. 53%? 53% of our listeners. I know, I want to recount too. 53% of our listeners agreed that retheming Tomorrowland to include Wally is a good idea. And let's get rid of interventions. Let's do this. You know, don't feel bad. With, with 2,000 votes... I'm sure he voted uh, most of it. Yeah, right, so I'm not worried about Actually, it. Actually, the poll was set up so that you can only vote once per user. Mm. So unless I set up 2,000 accounts? accounts. Yes. No, that's How many too much accounts trouble. did you use? I only have two emails. Who did you pay? Um, nobody. It was rigged. I get it. I, I, yep. Who, run, who runs the, the website? This was on Facebook. <laughs> this was on Facebook using an independent polling app. Okay. So mm. there you go, guys. Thank you guys in advance for the beer. Why does it say powered by Hazen? <laughs> um, because that's my phone. So I will say, again, thank you guys in advance for the beer. And mm-hmm. I will also say I'm going to share it with you guys. Well, thank you. Oh, You know what? I Can I say something? Guys. I heart you. Can I say something? I heart you. Congratulations. Thank you. On your obvious win because I voted for you. I, I voted I voted for you too. I no, you voted didn't. for you too. You did not. No, I didn't. I knew it. You know what? I'll tell you the truth. I didn't even vote for me. I just didn't vote at all. Oh, you didn't? Uh-uh. I didn't vote either. Yeah. Okay, I lied. I voted for myself. I voted for myself too. <laughs> uh, I will say again, I did like both of your ideas. Mm-hmm. I, I do like the fact that retheming Paradise Pier to have some Toy Story elements is cool. Um, the Cave of Wonders, man, that's... Riff raff, street raff. Are we doing this again? Sure, why not? Oh, okay, yeah, jump in. Do you know the song? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I do kind of like that. So, no, but definitely the better man won. So, hmm. honestly, awesome concept. Hey, congratulations! Well deserved. Thank, you, thank you to everyone who voted, and especially thank you to eighteen percent of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to thank everybody that voted for mine. Thank you. So. Yeah, I would thank mine, but whatever. <laughs> well, you just guaranteed that they're going to vote for your next concept. It's cool, man. It's cool. All right. Um, I'm a sore loser. 
Yeah. A Sometimes little bit. You can. A little bit, right? Sometimes. <laughs> but you know what, though? I heart you. Mm-hmm. That should be a shirt. I heart you. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Let's do it. Um, so, a couple things. Uh, this last week, and week, this past weekend? Two weekends ago now, was the Chalk Walk at Disneyland. Do you guys, are you guys familiar with what the Chalk Walk is? Definitely. No. Okay, so the Chalk Walk is just a charity event that the Children's Hospital of Orange County, Chalk, mm. uh, puts on at Disneyland. Oh, it has nothing to do with Chalk itself, like on the ground or something? No. It's uh, Chalk. It stands for Children's Hospital of Orange County. C-H-O-C-C. Yeah. And they put on this event with Disney uh, every year where you get to walk a 5K uh, through Disneyland, California Adventure, uh, through downtown Disney, and you just kind of end, you know, after the walk. Nice. Uh, We've been doing it now for about five or six years. I can tell. You look good. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Can I have the the growler now? No. (laughs) Uh, We've been doing it for about five or six years now, and we've... We just kind of did it. We just kind of started it because, um, you know, we we thought it was a nice thing to do. We started it before we had kids, and now we even take the boys with us and we walk with them too. And uh, I was thinking, you know, there's always all these groups that that join together for the chalk walk, and it's it's a really what it is is basically people create these teams, and every person that joins the team. Uh, I donates like $50 to be a part of the team and they raise a lot of money. Like this year they had an estimated 16,000 people Beautiful. that were a part of the, of the chalk walk. Wow. So times $50 times 50 bucks. Beautiful. Piece, not including any additional money that people uh-huh. decided to donate. Right. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's a huge event every year and every year it just seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. So, I kept thinking, like, man, you know, it would be so great to have like a team podcasters, you know, mm. like instead of instead of just kind of walking independently or something. Like maybe next year we can have like a team podcasters and, and say to watch TV. No, like actually walk around the walk? park. Like actually do, yeah. It's for a good cause, man. I don't get up and walk very often unless it's for a good cause or mm. beer or bacon. But <laughs> I finish <laughs> line, you get one bacon strip. Yeah, <laughs> now I'll do it. So slap into a bacon strip. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. Think, oh yeah <laughs> snap into a bacon strip uh, I think though that it would be really cool if we had like a like a team podcasters next year and then I kind of thought about it it's like man what if we got like other podcasts together that's a great idea and we just did this like podcast initiative group okay and we just like raised like massive amounts of money to donate to chop I think that would be pretty cool that would That'd be, be awesome. a great idea actually. You know? so I think I think it would raise a lot of awareness and plus you know, we could talk about it on the podcast. Right. Yeah. So we could talk about, you know, what it's for and bring some people from Chalk on and they can talk about what they do. So, I mean, donating doesn't just happen during the Chalk Walk or uh, the weeks preceding the Chalk Walk. It, it happens all year. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Wait, when is the next Chalk Walk? It's every year, uh, September, October. Okay, so, September, October. Yeah, okay. it's sometime next year. It'll happen right okay. about the same time. So Do I have to dress up or anything? Like, a, you know. Disney character? No, I mean, they have, like, team walking shirts. We can create our own shirt that has, like, our Pocketeer. you know, Pocketeers logo and the yeah. little chalk symbol and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Stop talking. We stop could talk. get other sponsors and stop. stuff like that. Yes, you have to dress up. <laughs> like, everyone oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. wears a giant Tony the Tiger costume. No way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why Tony the Tiger? It's because random, they're great. <laughs> you got to do it. It's true. Is it? No, the I'll rule do is it. that anyone named Javier has to be dressed up yeah. oh my god it's actually in the bylines is it yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh man i'm yeah. down though I- anything for charity sweet sounds good you yeah. also need to wear a tutu it's Whoa. part of the rules because it makes the kids smile all right i'll do it all right good anything else no that's it oh and it i think it says you need to buy your co-host's beer that's okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah that's it can i eat cereal as i'm walking totally frosted flakes totally yeah yeah Kind of I comes think with the territory. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, aren't they uh, promoting health and exercise now? Totally. I mean, if you eat Frosted Flakes, it makes you a better athlete. Beautiful. Yeah. So, 
If okay. you eat them before the chalk walk, you're going to just kill it, dude. I mean, it's going to make you a better oh, athlete. Man. So. I will destroy the both of you. I'm saying. I'm going to power saying. walk that thing. That's what I'm saying. There you go. That's the You are going to walk better no, than us. I'm going to skip the whole thing. That's the spirit, buddy. <laughs> so podcast initiative, you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be cool. I mean, I don't, obviously. Thank you I'm for not... getting me out of that. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not calling anybody out because right. it's not mandatory. I just thought it would be a good idea to get a larger group of people together. Yeah. If it just turns out that we're Team Pocketeers, then we're Team Pocketeers and we're just raising money. Sure. Either way, it's still a really great cause. But, I mean, like I said, if, if we got this, like, massive group together of, you know, just all these podcasting, you know, people and their fans and stuff, I think it would be great. No, I think so, it's a great idea, actually. Um, cool. I'm down. So we, we, we'll, we'll talk about it, obviously, next year, because I do want to at least create a Team Podcateers. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be able to to kind of just have that going and have our own group that raises money for Chalk 2. Gives us a good amount of time to come up with it. A word. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, speaking of the Chalk Walk, there was uh, – so when you're leaving the parking structure, there is a Mickey and Minnie and a Donald that are on display. Kind of as you're as you're turning uh, into the main strip that leads you into downtown Disney on the tram. On the tram, yeah, yeah. So it's like a Halloween Mickey and a Minnie and a Donald and stuff. Um, you guys are familiar with that one, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we were on the tram on our way back, either Saturday or Sunday, and we we had this really really animated cast member on the tram, and he was he was kind of he was kind of cool because. One of the cool things I like about the Jungle Cruise is that every skipper is kind of different. You I know? thought you were going to say the back of water. Well, that's one of their jokes. Okay. But the thing about every skipper on the Jungle Cruise is that even though they have a specific script mm-hmm. that they have to follow, they all kind of put their own little spin on they it. They do. Okay? Yeah. I always thought you'd be great for doing that, by the way. Thanks. I really do. Thanks. So when you're leaving the park... You know, you're on the tram and you hear the, thank you for coming, blah, blah, blah. You're on your way back to the Mickey and Friends parking structure, blah, 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 uh-huh. to the Pinocchio lot. You know, <laughs> you know, you hear all, all the, the, the spiels and stuff <laughs> yeah. as you're on the tram. But this guy, uh, his, his name was Dennis. He, he was so great because he's like, hey, guys, does anybody know exactly where we're going? And everybody's like, oh, we're going to make you friends. Nobody? Nobody? Make him friends. Make him friends. Nobody? Okay. Let's see what this guy has to say. You're on your way back to the Mickey and Friends parking structure. <laughs> and he plays like the audio clip, right? So he would pause it every so often and he would comment on it. And he, there would be kind of an interaction with the recording. And I thought that was pretty yeah. funny. And as we were rounding that corner, he says, hey, guys, if you guys want to know a really cool tidbit... You see these statues of Mickey, Minnie, and Donald? They're actually from Tokyo Disney. No way. So apparently in Tokyo Disney, those three statues were Mickey helping Minnie off of a carriage and Donald driving the carriage and leading the Uh horse. No way. That's (laughs) awesome. So if you bring up – why don't you bring up a picture because it will help you actually visualize it. We'll put this picture on on the website, guys, so you can look at it. But if you look at their positions, that's exactly what they are doing. Like the way Donald's arms are up. Right. So what Dennis was telling me is that what happens is that in in Tokyo, Disney doesn't own Tokyo Disney. Okay? This – I don't know if you guys knew that, but this part I knew already is that – because of government regulations, uh, Tokyo Disney is owned by the Tokyo government. So mm. technically, they are leasing the Disney characters and everything that has to do with Disney. Oh, yeah. wow. Interesting. Yeah. So whenever they have characters like this, they technically are borrowed mm. from the U.S. Wow. So what they do, what they did was they took all of these and from that carriage and they repurposed them for the Halloween, they just kind of repainted them and stuff I like love that it. to theme Very them cool. for Halloween. I love it. So I thought that was a really cool tidbit. Yeah, like that's cool. You ride the tram back and you're so tired and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go sleep right now. But you don't think you're gonna learn a cool tidbit? Yeah, such that's a, cool. You know, such an easy thing to get away with too, because they're just Halloween costumes that they're wearing. Exactly. You know? yeah. <laughs> and I'm telling you, if you look, if you look at the um, at their positioning, it totally looks 
Like yeah. they're in those. Like Donald looks like he's driving. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got that scepter, which wasn't. I don't know if it was there originally. Mickey Mouse is helping her off the carriage. Yeah, he's helping her off the carriage, and yeah. they they just worked so well That's getting cool. repurposed. That for is that. pretty cool. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and then another tidbit I learned was actually from listeners. So that weekend was really cool because uh, on Saturday or th- the Sunday of the chalk walk was uh, open. It was kind of crowded in the park because there was a lot of chalk walkers that actually stayed and they, you know, came and they just roamed the park after. Uh, that day, I got to meet uh, Disney Love and Pins from, from Instagram. Okay, so, cool. Hi, Emily. And I also got <laughs> to meet um, her little. She's in a sorority, so I don't remember her name. I'm sorry, but hello. Uh, <laughs> and I also met Emily's mom, Carol. Ah. Such nice people. Uh, it was really great meeting them, and they were in line for corn dogs, and I I went up to them and I was looking for them because we were messaging back and forth about getting them some buttons, and I walked over we saw each other. Let me tell you, she made this comment that I kind of I kind of agree with. It was kind of like it was kind of like meeting friends. That's cool. You know, it was mm-hmm. like for her, she said that it was like meeting friends because she listens to us so often. She kind of just knows. But for me, it's like we've interacted so much online with their comments and stuff like that right. that it's like, yay, another friend. <laughs> right. So it was really nice. So we're in line for the corn dog, or they were in line for corn dogs. I was just bugging them. Uh, I'm shocked you didn't Carol, get one yourself. I oh man, I wanted to so bad. They actually even offered, and and uh, I I didn't take them up on the offer, Aww. but. I'll take it. When you see me, <laughs> I'll They're so delicious take and it. crispy and, and delicious. I'll take mine with ketchup. Yes, ketchup. Get your own packets. I'm going to make it for you. <laughs> oh, by the way, Hazen doesn't like uh, ketchup on his corn dog, and I know. Or hot dogs. Mm, weirdo. Anyway, uh, so they're in line for the corn dogs, and I'm there. We're kind of just talking and just back and forth you know like oh you know i have two kids and blah blah and carol says oh yeah you know we took this this tour i don't remember if it was the walk in waltz footsteps or one of the magic tours but they got a chance to see the inside of the dream suite do you have to pay for that yeah. yes oh, okay. i i think it's anywhere between like 60 to 80 dollars per person okay to do the to okay. do the tour yeah. but they were on this tour and the tour guy said that the little red uh the little red wagon mm-hmm. or the little red cart that they sell the corn dogs from. Yeah. It's apparently uh, an homage to the Plaza Inn's former incarnation. So the Plaza Inn was called the Red Wagon Inn. It was? Yeah. And so when they rethemed it and they renamed it the Plaza Inn, the little red cart or the Red Wagon yeah. is an homage to the Red Wagon Inn. That's and pretty so they, cool. That yeah, is, they, they told that, that, that awesome. to, to Carol and Emily during the... the the tour and I thought that was really cool. I didn't know that. So yeah. thanks, Carol. That's an awesome tidbit. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, so I mean it was it was so full. It was it was an awesome day because uh aside from them, I also want to shout out uh Mickey Militia uh for you know for seeing me in the park and saying hi, coming over. Uh we spent a little time talking to them. Uh I finally got to meet Mickey's little monsters. Oh, okay. So they were really cool. Uh, I want to shout them out too, and also a shout out Lucky Rabbits SC. I got to meet some of them too. Did you give any pins? Really out? great people. Yeah, I mean they all they all got pins from us. I ran out actually. I felt kind of bad. Uh-huh. But uh, I mean everybody that I saw, I, I already knew uh, a, a good amount of the people from Mickey's Militia. They've they've always been so nice every time that I've seen them. But um, the people that I met from um, from uh, Mickey's Little Monsters and from Lucky Rabbits, I mean, they were also really cool. You know, Noah, like, instantly bonded with all of them. That's like, good. oh, your son is so cute. <laughs> so, Well, if you get a those... compliment someone, of course I'll bond. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it was really great, man. I, I wish I wish we were there a little bit longer. I mean, the kids were kind of tired. We were time kind of tired. What time was it, then? Uh, I mean, we, we ended up leaving. Well, better question. What time did you get there? We got there just after 5 o'clock in the morning. What? Yeah, because the walk actually started, and believe it or not, this is actually the first year we show up on time. <sighs> uh, it's always been so hard because, you know, changing the kids in the morning and uh, 
it, it, it's just hard. I we, show we when actually it took ends. a different. Ooh, that was fun, guys. <laughs> yeah, it, it was actually we actually took a different <laughs> route because. We generally take the 57 freeway and get off on Ball Road. Uh-huh. And the last couple of years, the line to get into the parking structure was close to two miles long. Wow. So getting from the end of that line into the parking structure actually took us a good 45 minutes the last couple of years. So we took a different route this time. And we made it into the parking structure within like 15 minutes of getting off the freeway. Oh, good. I'm surprised they didn't actually like move the parking around. Um, if you remember for Dapper Days this year. Had parking at the Anaheim Convention Center. The the reason they had parking at the at, at the convention center was because there was a Dapper Day event at the convention center. Oh, I see. I think they also had something at the Grand Californian for Dapper Day. Uh, they had right. like a, some booths and stuff like that. But that's the only reason there was parking there. Um, hey, how are you guys doing on the beer? I, I'm almost out of mine. I'm good. I'm good. You're good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. I'm good too. Yeah. I don't need another one. Yeah. <laughs> So, what were you drinking? Farmhouse. The Farmhouse Red. What'd you get? Horchata. Oh, you took the last one? (laughs) (laughs) Punk. Did I say it right? No, it's... Horchata. (laughs) You gotta have the the heavy breathing at the end. (laughs) You got an horchata one too, right? No, I got the rounder. I'm loving the rounder, dude. It's um, orange and hibiscus. So, it's really... It's, uh, um, It's what... Orange and hibiscus. Excuse me? I'm sorry, is it orange and hibiscus? <laughs> no, what? it's uh, orange and hamica. Oh, I'm sorry, orange and hamica. <laughs> no, it's always been hamica. It's it's hibiscus, dude. I'm speaking in English. <laughs> no, 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 no. You say hamica. It has always been that way. <laughs> All right, fine. It's orange and hamica. There you go. Hey. And you gave it that Latin. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It. You can have an horchata one, but not a hamica one. That's what you're saying? Whatever, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it, hibiscus. <laughs> Whatever. Just remember, out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, should that have been a hashtag out of nowhere? <laughs> hashtag out of nowhere. Um, okay, that was so, good. That was good. Uh, so this is, uh, the hashtag out of nowhere, guys, is... Uh, there was a video that Mario sent uh, me and Javier earlier. I don't know if you guys watch it or not, but if you're a wrestling fan, you're familiar with who Randy Orton is. Um, Randy Orton's finishing move is called the RKO, and I guess there was this crazy hashtag going around where it's like, out of nowhere, and they put this little compilation together of him doing that finishing move on fail videos on YouTube of like people falling <laughs> off skateboards and people falling off cliffs and stuff like that. It was pretty funny. It is, um, by the way, the greatest video. It's like the greatest video. It is, but... oh, dude. I laughed so hard. It's like four minutes long. It is. I yeah. so <laughs> wish there was eight minutes. I'm gonna tell you something. If wrestling was that entertaining, I would actually watch it. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling stopped being entertaining like 15 years ago. <laughs> so, what? yeah, dude. It's not. It's not good. It just. It's horrible When's that now. One? Dude, wrestling's still awesome. <laughs> no, I mean it's. It has. I will admit that there are some characters that I am intrigued by, but for me to sit down and watch it all the time mm-hmm. is just man, it is brutal. It's almost as bad as watching Henry on once. Not what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what wrestling is? Look, I'm actually gonna do a, a callback, and whoever understands this reference can leave a blog comment if you get it. But you know what I think wrestling is right now? I think it's a gubwa. Okay, well we want to take it way back. Who was Frankie's father? Vader. There you go. Yeah. A wrestling reference. Yeah, but still, it doesn't make me want to watch it. <laughs> Good comeback, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> A short-lived character on like two or three episodes. What else okay. were we talking about? Yeah. The guy that woofed. <laughs> go back to your hibiscus. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Hashtag out of nowhere. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I did want to comment on a couple of things because the the episode where we talked about the rides, there was a there was an uh, a comment left by Disney Vodka that actually intrigued me because none of us actually thought about this. That's right. I want to read the comment, so check this out. This is what she wrote. It Go says, ahead. "Loved all your ideas. 
I must say I'm tired of simulator rides and movie-themed attractions. The <clears> Toy Story <throat> idea, however, would add some much-needed cohesiveness to that area of DCA. That's and right. And I'm all for that. Yeah. With that being said, Aww. here's my idea. I would like to see a quote-unquote unleashed a thrill coaster based on our Disney villains. <gasps> mm-hmm. Right? That is genius. Uh, dude, collective gasp, I'm telling you. Check this out. So she says, the attraction would be in Disneyland in the area somewhere between Small World, Matterhorn, and Tomorrowland. And I, I think she's talking about the area, and now I'm kind of side commenting here, but I think she's talking about the area where the motorboats used to be. Right. Right under uh, the the monorail. There's like the big lagoon where they had like the, the little motorboats. That's I right. think that would be, it's, it's kind of part of what's called Fantasia Gardens right now. And that's. Directly in front of the Matterhorn, there's this little seating area. That's Fantasia Gardens right now. Okay. So I think that area is probably where she would want to put a ride. Uh, So back to her message, it says, The ride would be built as another mountain, but dark, and would stand tall enough just to be seen in the distance from the front of the castle. Guests would sit in a sleek coaster car and dodge fire, drop into and underwater into Ursula's lair, twist through and conquer evil to escape. Two or three different tracks with a variety of animatronics and special effects to ensure a different experience every time. This so, is genius. Right? And then she just ends it with, thanks again, guys, for your awesome podcast. Love Wednesdays. Keep on being fabulous. Cheers to the ears. <laughs> which is, I think, her call-off sign. So, I love it. thanks for the comment, Disney Vodka, because wow. none of us actually thought about making no, it right for not villains. At all. Not at all. That's so freaking genius. Yeah, she I love it. And her, the yeah. growler. Yeah, we need to like put her on the boat. Whoa, guys. <laughs> Let's talk about nope, this. She wins. Let's talk about this because the votes are in. And and give it to her filled up. I want beer. Because I'm hanging 24. You know, I do I do feel like we owe her a beer now. Yeah, why not? I do feel fair. like we owe her a beer. Because no, honestly, like, I'm going to give I her remember, vodka. I remember going on the site and reading this comment. It was jaw dropping. Like, right when I saw the idea, uh-huh. I was like, that is an awesome Where'd concept. Where'd you see it? Because I didn't see it. On the website. Oh. It was it was in the blog post. She she left a comment on the actual blog post for the episode. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, I <clears> kind of <throat> felt like you did, Mario. Like I read it, I was like, "That's genius." Why did like we didn't think about this? Yeah, yeah. Like, we're so. I, I think we were so caught up in the whole. You know, the really cool thing about the Halloween stuff is that they let the villains take over. Yep. You know, that's the whole thing. I remember you, damn near fainted when you were talking <laughs> about it at one point. But it's it's kind of a cool concept, and we, you know, Ghost Galaxy is pretty popular, and you know, there's there's kind of the yes or no fifty fifty, I guess, on the Haunted Mansion holiday. Like, I guess people want to see it, but they want to see a a version of it less time than what it currently is right now. Mm-hmm. That's totally cool, but none of us thought about a villains ride. Yeah, there are no villains rides. Nope. I I mean, there's conflict, and there are villains on the rides but there's nothing dedicated to them so uh i commend you i think that is a great concept bravo so, yeah. yep bravo uh also another comment on the website was actually left by uh listener gavin gavin um gavin's actually a really awesome artist he's the one that we reposted those little tiny like miniature paintings, oh, miniature yeah. paintings. yes yeah i love those yeah. things but he actually left a comment on the website for the Beatles episode. Okay. And his comment in the Beatles episode uh, was this. Let me go ahead and read his uh, Let me read his comment. The Beatles and Disney are two... Uh, are two. Can I start that over? Take three. <laughs> take, like, take a swig first. Uh, yeah, you know what? That's what it is. I'm going to kill the rest of the beer. Hold on. Wow, he killed, that's what I need. He killed it. In like Ooh, in three seconds. Hibiscus. Hibiscus. Really? <laughs> Hashtag out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, so here's what Gavin's comment says. It says, The Beatles and Disney are my two favorite things. The idea of them combining forces is intriguing indeed, but I don't think a collaborative would have been as good in reality as it looks on paper. The Jungle Book is a movie driven by music. It was Walt who completely flipped the script on the animators when he changed it to jazz uh, to a jazz-based soundtrack. His love of jazz was profound, as we all know. Club 33 was to originally include a jazz venue, and his influence on the film made it the swinging story that we know and love. He bought he brought in Louis Prima for his characteristic light-hearted jazz stylings, which play well with the medium of animation, but do not take over. If the Beatles had been brought in, 
their popularity would have been hindered would have hindered both the production and the consumption of the jungle book they would have insisted on writing their own material and likely wouldn't be interested in the themes of kipling's beloved classic except when mowgli sees the beautiful young girl at the end that's a good point i compl- and i think we actually talked about that mm. when we were actually commenting i think we made very similar comments to that so back to uh, gavin's comment it says uh, when it hit theaters, they would be flooded with uh, throngs of screaming teenage girls who would ruin the show for everybody else. It was for the same reason the Beatles stopped performing live shows altogether in 1966. Uh, I could go on and on about this idea forever, so I better cut it short. I, w- I will end by saying that I think Paul McCartney could do a wonderful job scoring and songwriting on a Disney film today the way that Elton John and Phil Collins did. The Beatles would be all too much. And then I guess he wrote this on John Lennon's birthday because he ended with happy birthday, John Lennon. So happy belated uh, birthday, John Lennon. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Uh, He makes really great points. Amazing points, by the way. Yeah. Like, honestly, I tried as much as possible to just kind of condense my thoughts on the thing when we were having the topic of discussion, but he pretty much just kind of puts it word for word how I was thinking this was going to go. You just have this, like, larger-than-life, like, band who wouldn't have taken orders from anyone. They would have made it their thing. So would it have made two really great things that much better? I disagree. It actually would have brought it down. And that's exactly what he's saying. I disagree. I'm sorry. Still, really? Yes. I still... The thing is, uh, the problem with here that I think is that we don't know what would have happened. We don't really know. We're just speculating. And my speculation is that it's the opposite. I think it would have been fantastic. It would have done better. I think it would have been a movie I would have even enjoyed even more than the jazz. Or <clears throat> if the Beatles would have would have gone any jazz style, I think they would have done it better. But they I wouldn't don't think have... they wouldn't have gone in a jazz style, and that's the point that he's trying exactly. to make. Because they are the Beatles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Beatles the Beatles would have felt that they're bigger than the movie and they mm-hmm. would have wanted to write their own music and that's the point that he's trying to make. I completely agree with that. So I don't think that the Beatles would have gotten down to change their style just for the movie. Maybe I'm biased because I'm I'm a huge Beatles fan. I think it would have been great. I think you're totally biased. Yeah, I I'm think biased. You're totally biased. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to devote my life to just rewriting the Jungle Book soundtrack in the style of British pop <laughs> and see if you would still like it. <laughs> If it's How would produced by you? Yes. <laughs> now, now I will. I will dislike it. It's funny. Now in my head. <laughs> now in my head, all I can hear is I don't know why, but in my head it's structured as George trying to sing, uh, "Be Like You." He's gonna do it right now. Yeah, do it. No, I can't because Try it. in my brain it's it's collecting. Is it the accent? But I think yeah, I don't think I can pull it off because mm-hmm. it, it was hard enough to be like it's true from the cartoon, <laughs> and I couldn't get it right, and I still like I can't, I just can't do it, and it, it makes it angers me so much because I want to be able to speak like the doctor. I want to be able to grab my sonic screwdriver and speak like the doctor. That's not bad. I mean, it's getting better, bad. but I mean, I can't because I want to be able to say, it's my grave on Trenzalore. And I can't say it right. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, it's ah! but anyway, uh, in my it's head, it sounds right. In, in my head, it sounds right. So. Mm-hmm. But great points by Gavin. Can you give yes. it a go? Give it a go. Come on, sing it. Just try it. You're going <laughs> to regret it I, by I not doing it. I want to try it, and now I'm like, You're going to regret gonna it out. if you don't do it. Give it the, a try. The thing is, I don't know everybody else's accent, so I it would probably sound better as I don't do know, like same. Ringo or John or somebody or yeah. Paul or Peter. Yeah, you'd have to harmonize it, and it just wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, what's what's the other? Dude, guy's don't name? take this away from me. I really want him to do it. Peter <laughs> or who are the other Beatles? The Peter. <laughs> Peter. Aren't those the Beach Boys? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's Mike Love and, and who's the other guy? Brian Wilson. I was about to say, if you know all the Beach Boys, but not all the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's naming the monkeys. <laughs> the monkeys. <laughs> Davy Jones, dude. Don't even. Davy Jones. So uh, let's continue with one more comment that I thought was really, really good. Um, By the way, thanks, Gavin. Yeah, yeah Gavin. thanks, Thank Gavin. Uh, like I said, I completely agree with you. Mario completely agrees with you. <clears throat> nope. And, Sorry. Well, have yours. Love you, Gavin, well, but you're wrong. Javier. I think it would have been fantastic. Well, have yours, have yours. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, uh, pretty soon I'll figure out what, you're, what voice you're trying to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's hard enough to do. I do. The last comment. The last comment that I want to that I want to read to you guys is from Kenneth. So, Kenneth actually comments on the haunted mansion uh, movie okay. that, that we had re talked about. And uh, he makes actually a really good point, too, that I don't remember bringing up, but this is Kenneth's comment. He says, I think why the Haunted Mansion movie failed is because Disney was trying to recreate lightning in a bottle. The lightning in the bottle I'm referencing is to the massive box office success of Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. This intentionally set in motion the attempt to rebrand key Disney attractions. This was very short-lived due to the flop of the Haunted Mansion movie. I believe they still ended up updating the Haunted Mansion ride like they did with Pirates of the Caribbean. So, again, I'm going to say, before I continue with this comment, is I'm so glad Eddie Murphy's not in the Haunted Mansion. I was about to say, did they hide Eddie Murphy in the mansion somewhere? No, but... That would have been great, though. I'm telling you, the last thing you need is, hey, honey, look, they got dead people in the backyard. (laughs) Is that Donkey? (laughs) Yeah. So, he continues by saying, "Uh, I believe the reason... P-O-T-C. That's what the cool kids call it, by the way. P-O-T-C. P-O-T-C. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> really? I'm trying to sound it out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, man, dude. Just remember hashtag out of nowhere. Okay. <laughs> I, believe, <laughs> I believe the reason P-O-T-C uh, movie worked is because it was already based on a ton of non-Disney lore and built to it. The Haunted Mansion movie did the complete opposite with their source material. They kind of just went through the motions of adding stuff that was in the ride for the sake of the fanboy moment. Anyway, there has been talks of director Guillermo del Toro from Pan's Labyrinth doing a reboot of the movie. I really enjoy his work, so maybe it will pan out. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy the show, guys. I'm a new listener and can't wait to listen to future episodes. So first of all, Kenneth, thank you very much for listening. I hope you're really enjoying uh, the episodes that you've heard so far. Uh, But really great points again. Uh, I I think it kind of plays on a little bit of what I talked about in that episode where I said that it felt like some of the stuff that they added, like Leota and the Hitchhiking Ghost, were just kind of put into the movie for the sake of being put into the movie. And had they been removed, it would have just felt like a movie about a haunted house. So uh, I completely agree with him. Right. So. I mean, honestly, it, it never even struck me to kind of compare it to Pirates of the Caribbean or the series, like entirely. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's actually a really good point that he makes. And honestly, I think the difference that I'm seeing there is just the fact that um, I'm not too sure if the Pirates of the Caribbean ride has an established story. So the fact that they got the opportunity to kind of create one and then you have Jerry Bruckheimer behind it, it just it just became magic. You know what I'm saying? But the Haunted Mansion has a story behind it and then they changed it entirely, which is why I feel it's kind of butchered. No, I think I think in its essence, Pirates of the Caribbean does have kind of a storyline that you follow. It may not be completely obvious, but... It was based on the fact that you're going into this land and you're seeing pirates fighting. It, it's a basic premise. Absolutely. That's the thing. It's a but basic you know what premise. I'm saying? Like, even when you go into the mansion, you're aware there's a main character or main characters. There isn't in pirates. It's just pirates. Well, now there is. Yeah, now there is. Yeah. Which is why they got to create the movie out of pretty much anything as long as it was pirate related. We're talking about the guy laying down on the floor with the pigs, right? That's the main character? That is the main character, yes. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Or the dog with the keys? Yes. Yes, that's the main character. Fantastic. And then, by the way, yeah, like, it's... (laughs) What? What? (laughs) The guy... The guy... (laughs) The guy on the bridge, he has no shoes, like... That's what you remember yeah. from the entire ride. I love that guy. But he's just laughing because he's drunk. <laughs> I think you're drunk, dude. Orchata. Do I need to cut you off? Orchata. I think I'm going to cut you off, dude. Yeah, I'm done. But, you know, it's an interesting like thing that he's getting at because at the same time, there are elements from the ride that they throw onto the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And you can laugh about it because it's an inside joke. It's on the ride. Ha ha. The, the dog with the keys in it. But you know, see, the like, way that the dog was integrated seemed like it was appropriate for the scene. You see what I mean? Like, in, in, in the Haunted Mansion movie, The Hitchhiking Ghost, for instance, the fact that they were just riding through the cemetery and all of a sudden you see The Hitchhiking Ghost, 
yeah, it was a haha moment, but it, it was. I feel like they were just there for the haha moment and took you away from what was happening. Okay, but again, look, this is kind of a weak argument because it's not my favorite movie. It's uh, either the second or the third one. Jack Sparrow wakes up um, in Tortuga. No, it's not in Tortuga. It's actually um, Davy <laughs> Jones' like Locker, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But before he wakes up, there's a clip from the ride that plays when the screen goes black. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I know that was meant for like laughs. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, how can they get away with it and not something like the Haunted Mansion? Can I say the first Pirates is the only good one? I kind of agree. I don't like the second and third ones. I really I, didn't like the okay. third. I actually wasn't huge on them either, honestly. Yeah. But the series is continuing. And honestly, if I'm going to... Yeah. Hmm. Like it's going to be more watered down. I, I mean, who's to say? Because honestly, yeah, I like I think that whole thing that people say about a sequel, something kind of being the death <clears> of a movie, a trilogy, and then a series tends to make it better. I kind of want to see what they're going to do with the, end, like, the end of it. Was the idea in the beginning to make three, or is it just a I one? I think it just got so huge, they just yeah. decided to continue. That's what I'm wondering, because they threw... A lot in the first one, which made it to me fantastic. Because I won't lie, yeah, that part one is gold. Like yeah, I just, it's fantastic. I, can't I can that. watch I, that many uh, times. Absolutely, that score, man. Oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. So good. It's just unbelievable. It's like exciting. Just the music yes. itself, yeah. the scenes, and everything. It's it's really well done. Yeah, and I think it was the third one. I was, I I think. I wish I had. I was bored so. to tears. I think they just connect dots to me that just didn't need to be connected. They don't make sense to me at some point. But again, like, how is it that a series of that huge can get away with little jokes like that when it's intended to be more of a serious like uh reality based in their world you know what i'm saying i don't know man i think i think the reason they can get away with it is because they were more tightly integrated to the story like they didn't feel i don't know i i I don't feel like they were forced i think they were just kind of organic the way that they were put in so right Maybe if Jerry Bruckheimer directed the Haunted Mansion movie, I'd be happier with it. Hey. But, <laughs> but I will say that if Guillermo del Toro ends up rebooting it, I think it's going to be a lot better. That I'd like to see. So, It'll be better, yes. but I, I bet you he's going to try too hard. Uh, It might be darker. Mm-hmm. I a think lot it'll darker. be a lot darker. Oh, I'm sure. And because Guillermo del Toro is such a Haunted Mansion nut, mm-hmm. uh, I mean... He oh, I didn't know wrote, that. Yeah, he's a huge Haunted Mansion okay. fan. To the point where he actually, I think, wrote something for mm-hmm. Jeff Bayham's book. Oh, The new okay. version yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Haunted Mansion book. Uh, actually, pull it down. It's right there. We might be able this to one? read what Guillermo del Toro says. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So... Um, so this is from the unauthorized story of the of Walt Disney's Haunted Mansion. It's um, Jeff Bayham's book. And Guillermo del Toro. I definitely have high hopes on the reboot, though. Yeah. I really do. So this is what Guillermo del Toro writes, okay? So this is right from Jeff Bayham's book. It says, Having delved into Disney lore for decades and having been immersed in the Haunted Mansion world since age three, I thought I knew pretty much everything there is about my favorite Disneyland ride ever. I was wrong. Prepare to be enchanted, bewildered, and mesmerized by this beat-by-beat account of the Haunted Mansion's creation. A haunted tour that is both scholarly and thrilling. An e-ticket ride to the darkest, most glorious regions of Disney's imagination. That was beautiful. Yeah. So, that was what he wrote kind of as a foreword to the book. Yeah. And if he wrote just that paragraph with such passion, mm-hmm. imagine what he's going to do to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. See, so I'm looking forward to it. As long as there's no clowns, I'm totally good with it. <laughs> so, last thing we need is Pennywise right. coming up and just kind of like. <laughs> I will 100% agree with you. I don't like clowns. I don't either. Yeah. I I learned I didn't know this, but did you know that the term for um, not liking or fearing clowns is colrophobia? Oh. It came up because of that crazy Wasco clown that's walking around. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. What? I. You, did you hear about that? No. Uh, there was like this guy dressed like as a clown with balloons. Okay. On his Instagram account, just like come find me, I'll give you a balloon, and people like are in taking a like creepy way. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's totally creepy, dude. What it's was like, his makeup? Like a hat. creepy clown. Oh, okay. It's kind of like a murderous a serial well, killer. So, so from what I've gathered or what I've read so far is that the the original version of it was a husband and wife team that were just kind of doing, I guess, like a photo project or something like that. And a bunch of copycats just kind of came out and they started trying to emulate it. And there were some arrests because the copycats were actually carrying uh, like weapons and stuff like that. Oh, so, that's not cool. Yeah, it's really crazy. This is the real one? Yeah. Mario yeah, showing me a picture real quick. Yeah, so that's one of the pictures that was. Oh, that is. 
Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, no, I seen them. I seen all the pictures. So That's I decided creepy. that I want to get over this fear. So I'm just gonna watch um, American Horror Stories Freak Show. You you do that because uh, I'm not gonna watch that season. Now I noticed this is a fear both of you have, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Is it because you guys are that Pennywise generation? <laughs> I don't even know what started mine. I I'm I gonna really say don't that like it. it was probably Pennywise that started it for me. Show me Pennywise. I don't know what it's you're re- what you're referring to now. You've never seen it. It. Stephen King's it. Oh no! But I seen the cover and I don't like it. And I've stayed well, away. The clown in that movie, his name is Pennywise. Oh, I thought you guys were talking about the band. No, that's where they got their name. That's where they got their name from. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've seen the cover and I've stayed away from it. Yeah. I really have. Yeah. I mean, I. I don't know, man. I don't even know where it came from. Like, yeah, I, I, just, I would like to think that that was the whole thing, right? Because it, it seems like a lot of people your age, like I'm not that huge of a difference. Don't like clowns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a huge age difference, uh-huh. but I noticed that it's a lot more people kind of like your ages. What are you, like a two you know, years I, younger than the, me? Here's yes. the thing. I'm not like, I'm not like terrified of clowns. Yeah, I me neither. I like them. Right. I just, they're they're creepy. I mean, I, I agree. I'm pretty sure that I can get through Freak Show because we already DVR'd like the first one or two episodes. I don't know how many there are so far, but uh, I'm pretty sure I can get through it and just be fine with it. But, I mean, I'm not going to go seek them out and be like, oh my God, let's go to this creepy circus. Okay, so if you were at a park at night and a clown came at you, would you run or punch it in the face? RKO it. I don't know. There you go. (laughs) Hashtag out of nowhere. That is the best answer ever. (laughs) It is. Do you know what is Batman's fear? Because bats. it's Batman. Bats. bats. What did he do? Dress up as what? A bat. So I suggest I'm to dress, dress like up as a clown for Halloween. Boom. No. That's not happening. Pennywise. No. I'm already going to be a piece of bacon for Halloween. Hazen wise. <laughs> no. Bacon. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, I think I'm going to watch the the freak show. I think I'm going to enjoy it. I've I've liked American Horror Story so far. So uh-huh. I like the last few. Seasons, I'm still on so. season one. On Netflix. Uh, season two was a little odd. Uh-huh. It wasn't as great. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to That was the Asylum, right? Mm, well, what was it called? Yeah, um, it was the one with the bleeding black, white thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. I don't even remember what it was called. Yeah. But Coven was the last one. Okay. That one was pretty good. Hmm. So, anyway, guys, I think uh, I think that kind of ends this podcast. So thank you, everybody, for all of the comments that you guys have been leaving. Uh, We love reading everything that you guys post. Such great ideas coming from some of the listeners. It was great meeting some of you also at the end of the Chalk Walk. If you guys see us at the park, please say hello. Uh, For the most part, we'll always have buttons with us. So anything else you guys want to talk about today? Thank you, my 18%. (laughs) You still on that? Yes. I'm sorry you have to buy me beer. <laughs> you know, the fact that I provide you guys free beer every week. And it's greatly appreciated, by the way. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. this one time. Mm-hmm. Just let me have this one. What if we split the beer in the percentage we got? You would get 18%. That's fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for listening. Keep those comments rolling in. If you guys have any questions, feel free to send us a message on Facebook. Send us an email to comments at podcuteers.com. Remember that we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcuteers. On our website, podcuteers.com, you'll find all of those socially linked things and uh, our Instagram account and our Twitter account and all those good things. That's it. So until next week, here's to beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a great week. See you. Good night, Dean and Cade. Oh. (laughs) just remember out of nowhere